This is a Honky Tonk Man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, and you're listening to The Wrestler Review. Yeah, it sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah, that's why they say Skype's, Skype's like a better quality than like just hang the phone. So. Yeah. And guess what, Dylan? We already started the sweet show this week. I'm wearing headphones for no reason. They're not even plugged into anything. Hi, everybody. It's me, John Hastings, and I'm with my partner in kissing, Dylan Skull Army Got. <laughs> I'll tell you this. That Skull Army thing... How is it that they use the exact same gimmick? They like left Kai and Tai, and they were like, "We're doing a new Kai and Tai with this fat luchador." Yeah, but the Kai and Tai thing was clearly like, "Ha ha ha!" Like, see what we're doing there. And I also, by the way, anyone who says the Kai and Tai thing was bad, it's the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. We are uh, evil. It was great. Um, but so for those of you, they tried to do the exact same thing with uh, Kaz Hayashi. No. Here's the other thing. All right, so basically this week what we're doing is uh, uh, Skull Army Unite. I said it. I'm going to edit it the time you said it so everyone thinks I'm super clever. Um, we're doing La Parca, uh, which was a vote, and uh, you guys are jerks because uh, you picked La Parca. I like that they picked La Parca because La Parca is hilarious in that for a wrestler that is had a stellar career, I don't think he knows how to wrestle nor has ever actually wrestled. You never watched his early, you never watched his AAA stuff then, did you? Uh no. I only watched WCW stuff because I love it. My friend, you should have watched all the Triple Manias he was in. Uh Laparka was in a uh, Triple Mania. First of all, alright, well we should start this this way. Uh his early career uh he started wrestling in nineteen eighty two. And from 82 to 92, he wasn't even LaParka yet. He was full-on 10 years into his career. LaParka was his Stone Cold Steve Austin. Before that, so in his ringmaster, Stunning Steve, he was uh, he would wrestle as El Gringo. Uh, <laughs> the White. Yes, he would wrestle as the, the White. Means. Man, I gotta say this about luchador wrestling and stuff like that. Their bodies... With the exception of when Rey Mysterio did all the steroids, they do not have athletic bodies for being always athletes. Like, for being exceptionally good at wrestling. Except for LaParca when he got to WCW when he didn't even have a move. being good at wrestling, or is it just kind of being good at tumbling? They're very good at tumbling. No, they're very good at wrestling, too. Like, the uh, Eddie Guerrero. But, like, Chavo... No one talks about how fucking good Chavo is. Chavo used to do that fucking tornado DDT, and he's the only guy I've ever seen do a Tornado DDT and you actually, like, believe that he's, like, shifting his weight to make the guy do it? Never fucks up, right? But yeah. here's the thing about LaParka that you didn't notice, like, LaParka is very much, and it's gonna sound odd, but he is a Hulk Hogan-esque character in that in the United States, he just, well, he did for his first part of his WCW run, but he didn't in the second half. He just kind of dumbed down his moveset. Uh, like, he used to do a suicide dive into an arm drag, which makes... As a move makes no fucking sense. That's fucking like, why amazing. Why would you, instead of hitting the guy, I'm just going to get his arm and yank it a bit. I'm going to I'm gonna jump over these ropes to grab that man by his wrist. <laughs> what? Oh, I did a triple flip off the top of a building, and that's a drop toe hold. Uh, how does your foot feel? Slightly bad. 
Uh-oh, this skeleton's... So, Leparka, by the way, is the guy dressed like a giant skeleton in the onesie with the giant gut. Um, you may also know him as L.A. Park. What became a giant gut? Once again, you got to watch him in AAA because I think uh, literally in W From 1996, he started out, he's like still kind of in his prime. And then by the end of WCW, he's... Uh, <laughs> he missed a... Oh, my God, a split-legged moonsault. And uh, just need Buff Bagwell in the fucking face in one match. I just need him right in the fucking face. I don't see anything wrong with that. In fact, I think it's an improvement on what that match would have been. Because guess what happened in that match? Buff Bagwell got hurt. I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, so, alright. So this is literally ten years uh, of uh, La Parca. I, tried to, I watched a match uh, where our, uh, La Parca was... In his final phase, uh, before being La Parca, in Vezor del Norte, uh, one, um, and he was also taking Willie's as uh, Principe Island uh, at this time. So he's wor- working two angles at the exact same time. I never very smart man. I never thought of this, but in like Lucha Libra, like depending on what your your gimmick and what your like costume is, you could literally wrestle three times in a night, and no one would really know. Like. Villano too could be Eddie Guerrero. We'll never know. Yeah, it's but a, I think you can do max out of two, and you have to be pretty far apart because I've been to indie shows where you can very clearly tell that there's um, what do we say? Very clearly tell that the guy, one guy, is a was a preliminary wrestler, and now you're, he's supposed to be taken seriously as like a super monster heel, and it's like no. Because there was a guy, I watched the show, alright, so there's a guy, uh, <laughs> there's a guy who was just like, Steve! And he comes out as Steve, and he loses, and then, literally in the semi-main event, he was supposed to be the Nazi. And here's his character, he's a Nazi! <laughs> God damn it, indie wrestling before NXT was the best. And in this corner, Pogo the Clown, he's a pedophile, accompanied to the ring by an actual child. No, 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 here's the, yeah, well, the Nazi, uh, he came out and he fought the Jew. No, he didn't. He didn't fight the yeah, Jew. And, uh, and one guy next to me kept yelling, oven match! <laughs> Good. What company was that? And That was like, it was almost like a mirage in the desert. Me and my friend were drinking uh, beers out of Starbucks cups in Starbucks because we didn't want to pay for prices at a bar. We just got, we had like six... Um, cans and uh, tall cans uh, in England they just call them cans and uh, then we walked across the street and there was just a wrestling show starting and I was like how did this happen <laughs> how did exactly what I wanted to happen become across the street and uh, yeah you guys were such great. you were such scumbags God rewarded you with a wrestling man <laughs> I'll tell you this we got extra large like we got venti, sorry, Starbucks lingo. We got venti coffees. Yeah, and uh, we should have just got ice drinks uh, and tried to cover it up a little bit. But you know what? I guess the suds would have shown through. Yeah, the the suds would have absolutely shown through, and also the fact that where did you pour the beers into the cups? Did you go in the bathroom? Um, well, that time I was smoking cigarettes, so I would just go for a smoke with my backpack, and then pour two beers, and then come back in with two beers, like. They just didn't care, because you can't, it's not like sneaky to yeah. uh, exit with a backpack and then come out with two full drinks and one of them be handy your friend. <laughs> I think the first time I had it in my, like, 
in the the two cup holders on a backpack, and I had one in one side, and then like, so I covered it up enough. But mm. then by the end, it was like we were just like had the tops were off, like f- beer five, the tops were off, and we were pouring like the full can into it because <laughs> that's how it works. When you drink in public, you start out being like, "Oh, I'm going to be like, kind of subtle with this," and then by the end of it, you're just like, "Oh, I'm drinking whiskey by a garbage can." When you're, that woman's a whore. When, when you're drinking in public, it's sort of similar to the career of Laparca. You start off trying really hard. By the end of it, you visibly don't give a fuck. <laughs> you uh. just find something that works. Yeah. And you stick with it. You hit them with a chair and this. you dance. This Laparca uh, is a great example of a go- of why luchador wrestling and Mexican wrestling might like storyline wise just generally be superior to American wrestling uh, in that hear me out a guy like this who wrestles 10 years he goes through what four gimmicks he goes four gimmicks in 10 years like that's Darso levels of like rollover and 92 he's still a fresh face guy no one really notices anything because you can't really, unless you're like Ryback or like someone like that, no one can really recognize you based purely off body type, you know? Absolutely. I also, I got distracted. All I'm thinking about is Barry Darso portraying Laparca. Just, shut up, I'm a skeleton, you're fat, you can't be any thinner than me because I'm just bones, you're fat. Like, oh, it'd be fucking great. Um, it would be super funny if they got try, people to try and be Laparca, but then those people were just super obvious. Oh, like what they did with the Blue Blazer when Mark Henry dressed up like the Blue Blazer? I think my favorite moment in the history of wrestling? <laughs> he scammed Well, that's another thing they used to do in WCW is if LaParca was doing too good in the match, they'd just be like, well, that must be a new LaParca. <laughs> they, oh, yeah, they yeah. They just fucking hated him. <laughs> they, also, they also had Diamond Dallas Page dress up like LaParca and attack Macho Man Randy Savage. And in the match... Yeah, that was one of the... That was the best. Yeah, and in the match, they're like, man, LaParca, really, he's, uh, he's gotten really good. Oh, I know why. Um, so LaParca, oh, that's the thing that kind of fucking uh, makes me angry. I, I want—I just want to complete that thought though. Uh, That's why I think Luchador is better because I, I watched this interview with Raven a while ago, where he talks about booking wrestling, and he's like, "It sucks that you just can't kill people." But they've kind of with with uh, whoa, with unmasking uh, a wrestler and having them just go away because of the shame. That is essentially killing that wrestler. And also the fact that like. I don't know if this is true, but it must be that those wrestlers... Uh, no, they don't really repeat. If you lose your mask, you lose your mask. And it's a huge fucking deal. It doesn't kill them, but it adds a depth to their character. Like, Rey Mysterio Jr. had to ask permission to the, like... To either AAA... He had to ask permission to a company to put the mask back on for the WWE. Yeah, he had to ask permission. Uh, El Santo was buried in his mask. El Santo was buried in his mask. Mil Mascaris was never seen or photographed without his mask on until, like... Yeah, he used to shower... Wouldn't he shower with yeah, the mask on? Yeah, he had a special mask he would shower with. Yeah, like me. Um, yeah, you have a... You shower with a girl's mask on, so you... I shower with the mask of the pussies I've fucked on. Yeah, one... I've fucked many pussies. But no. I just mean, like... One. One pussy. There's, like, there's so many ways... Like, you end a feud in American wrestling... Let's say, oh, I hurt the guy's back. Now the guy, now, like, oh, I hurt Chris Jericho's leg. Chris Jericho takes some time off. He does Fozzie. 
which everyone knows he's doing Fozzie. That's everyone well, knows Chris Jericho already. And, just and then he comes back with maybe a new haircut and a jacket, and it's the same fucking Chris Jericho, you know what I mean? Well, to exp- Whereas, expand on your Lucha point. wrestling, he's dead. Well, to expand on your point, basically, but that also is part of the problem with wrestling now, is that because Vince, for some reason, lets them go onto Twitter and advertise all those sort of things, you... You can see angles coming ahead. I, I don't think that we should have this much exposure to wrestlers in this way. I think it hurts the business. And, and to go to your point, Lucha Libre still has a fair amount of um, mystique around it because of the mask element, because it's a bit more ridiculous, and also because I think it's just people respect it in a different way in Mexico, and it's a bit more part of the culture that they respect it in the way that like stage magic or another carnival artist respected, where it's like, yeah, there's tricks, but we don't want to know what they are. And that's just lost. Yeah, exactly. That's lost in America, North America, and England. Um, yeah, exactly. That's the reason. I think that's one of the reasons, like that, Undertaker was such a big star for a long time. Where it's like, not. I mean, it sounds weird, but like, I don't want to know that Randy Orton is pissed off. There's no fucking like underwear left to Target. Like, I don't need to know that. Yeah, no, no one gives a fuck. Well, that's part of the problem that they have now. And if like, also- you want to promote, if Randy Orton wants to promote a autograph signing that randy orton is doing then let the wwe account do it or someone on behalf of randy orton like make it very clear that it's on behalf of randy orton like absolutely managers in the 70s would be really useful now because then you could have like oh you can't bob backland isn't on twitter but like fucking arnold scoland is you know oh again arnold scoland trying to tweet just drinking gin and walking around with captain lou albano while they're both saying the n-word at a fucking tree <laughs> Um, you can see Bob Backlund. He's gonna be selling his tights after the show. Marcy, you're a whore, and you know it. I'll fuck. I'll hit you. I swear to God, I'll hit you with my fucking car, Marcy. I remember when I was told about Twitter. It's when I drank 18 bottles of wine with the boss, Andre the Giant, and we invented it. By that I mean we killed a bird. Like, <laughs> um, I, I, what I will say is also La Parka, along with the Undertaker. The La Parka, he looks ridiculous. And also looks so fucking badass. His fucking gap is so fucking cool and ridiculous at the exact same time. And that basically... He, he is. He's he is great sp- in that he's one of my favorite characters. Like, when he actually becomes La Parca in 92 in AAA. Mm-hmm. Um, when he actually becomes La Parca, he's one of my favorite types of character. Because, that like, you would think that he's going to be, obviously, a super monster villain. But then he comes out to Thriller and he dances all the time. You really should watch some Triple A La Parca. There's a there's a match with I think it's him, Great Susaki, and like fuck and some and someone else you would recognize when you saw them. Uh, sorry, Great Sasuke. Thank you. Um, and uh, he is a congressman. And Dylan. basically, he just does Thriller. Like, and one of the Triple Manias, he comes out with a Michael Jackson lookalike and does the Thriller dance for like three minutes before his match, and everyone's going nuts. It's great. La Parca could have been in Too Cool, and he would have made it so much better. Oh, my God. They it's... legitimately... WWF missed a big opportunity by not taking La Parca and just putting him with Rikishi. Yeah, but again... It would have been great. I also... This is a weird thing, and this is a theory that's completely my own. You can agree or disagree. I think that Vince McMahon will not... Does not like pushing Mexican wrestlers because when he was a kid, his dad put the belt on Pedro Morales... And there were so many stabbings that his dad lost money. Yeah. Well, I think and I know no, it was. Uh, I know you're all sitting there going, "That's a crazy." Where it was like he wanted to unmask somebody, 
because he wanted to start a lucha show. Oh yeah. And then yeah. they were like, "No, this is not. I'm not doing that." And he was like, "Well, fuck all of you guys then." <laughs> well, and it's amazing. I who it was. So it's well, it's I. I don't know who that was either. I know that the Rey Mysterio thing. He was like, "Whatever, I don't care." Um, how also Luchador came to the attention of North American bookers was a pay per view that was. Um, well, there was a talent core, the talent trade deal with the uh, AAA and WCW, which led to WCW producing When Worlds Collide, which is this giant sort of mega show um, yeah. that featured a bungload of luchador talent and Tito Santana, Too Cold Scorpio, um, and then pretty much it's like you know. It's like watching the show. It's like watching your favorite. Sh- the sh- watching Cheers after only seeing Frazier. You're like, oh, this is where they all came from. Is that pay per view? Because you see, um, like Conan with hair. Rey Mysterio looks about eleven. Psychosis. I don't know. Just looks exactly the same because his mask is full face. Well, that's two years. That's two years into him being Laparca. Now let's get into like the Laparca outfit. It was. Uh... Pretty much a bodysuit and mask that was uh, modeled after the Day of the Dead ceremonies in uh, Mexico City. That's how you say Mexico. Is that how you say it? Mexico. Paella. Mexico. And then uh, he made up. Uh, he made up the greatest dance in the history of mankind, where it's a strut. Rick. Fl- he added some fun arm movements to Ric Flair's strut, and then at certain points. He would go around in a circle, and uh, sometimes he would just touch his knees together, which is a very fun time! Oh my god, the little Parker dance fucking rules. And also, his utter refusal, once he really becomes Laparka, this is more speaking to WCW, utter refusal to have any sort of moveset. He kind of kicks, he kind of punches, and then he just hits people in the face with a chair. It's great. It's <laughs> That's fucking what I mean, great. Though. That's why he's like Hogan, because he figures out that, like... Oh, if I do, like, he probably watched fucking WCW and then figured out, oh, what when I do these, like, super impressive moves that, like, put my fucking life at risk, Bobby Heenan just makes some joke about how I'm a taco truck. So what I'm going to do is punch, kick, punch, and, uh, you know, get beaten by whoever they, Lenny Lane. <laughs> Lenny Lane's going to kick the fucking shit out of me. Uh, punch, kick, punch, I don't need to do a Hurricane Rana. I'm going to lose once again to Ernest the Cat Miller and Norman Smiley, so, yeah. But, uh, he did win the, uh, Mexican National Light Heavyweight Championship at the first Triple Mania, and then that leads in, of course, to what you had just talked about, uh, where he, the Worlds Collide pay-per-view, uh, in 94, where he, uh, teamed with Jerry Estrada and Blue Panther, losing the team of Two Cold Scorpio, Tito Santana, and, of course... Mr. Kid Murder himself, the Pegasus Kid. Ooh. Um, wait Pegasus a minute, what? Kid couldn't keep him down. The Pegasus? And he had a, he had a long-standing feud with uh, Lizmark, which, uh, not to be confused with Kazarni. Ah, that was a funny joke. I don't get it, and no one else does. What? There's what? a Lucha fan out there who's crushed his iPhone because I compared Lizmark to uh, Kazarni. Well, they're, they're not similar at all. You're wrong. Uh, maybe they aren't, maybe they aren't, but maybe they are. He had a, interior, he had a, uh, he had an appearance for ECW, uh, teaming with, uh, Psychosis, he lost Again. the tag match. Okay, but you're, gloss, you're glossing over, Jr. let's go back. Go He's fuck the yourself. other guy in that match, though, because they're always like, we brought Psychosis, Conan, and Rey Mysterio Jr. to, 
and, to North America, and then they just are like, but fuck Laparka. <laughs> I got news for you. Laparka, of all of them, is the most perfect ECW fucking act I've ever heard. He dan- He doesn't know how to wrestle, or refuses to. He simply dances in the ring. He and does hits- know how to wrestle. Like, you, you're just not watching. All right, you when during the break, you're going to watch the top ten moves of Laparka, and you're going to have your mind blown, because it's like literally a guy who has the same body type as me just deciding to do, like, top rope head scissors with only his ankles. Can it's you crazy. Do, can you do a top rope uh, leg scissors? Because I would like to see that. I can, of course. Very good. Um, now, ECW uh, brings in Luchadors. Rey Mysterio, Psychosis, and... and it's Rey Mysterio, Psychosis, and Juventud Guerrera. And La Parker, right? That's what you said? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. This is the this is the famous match where they're like, oh, we brought Luchadors to North America and Eric Bischoff stole it. And, Which, uh, by and the way, Conan, oh man, it's so funny knowing that like Laparka was in that match when I watched it. I was like, this is great. Paul Heyman does not want. Why doesn't anyone want to give Laparka any fucking love? It's because he's dressed like a fucking skeleton. That's I guarantee why he's. They're just like, ah, fuck this. Does he kind of look like a grown man in a kid's Halloween outfit? Yes. Yeah, if he came into a bank with a gun, would you take him seriously? After you saw the gun, yes. But he's a talented wrestler, and he figured out what a lot of people do in wrestling, where it's like you figure out, hey, um, I can do all these good moves, and uh, I really have a high work rate, uh, but then I came up with a fun dance, so I don't want to do the moves anymore. I'll just do the fun dance. And you know what? I prefer the dance. Leparco, as soon as this was decided as something that we had to do, I was like, why wouldn't we do it? Leparco rules. Um, the one thing I just want to bring up about sort of this sort of time, by the way, Paul Heyman was wrong. The Luchadors were not stolen from him by fucking Eric Bischoff. There was, yeah, they were first in Mexico, apparently. I looked that up. It's apparently true. Yeah, they are, they are originally from Mexico, but also the WCW had had a working relationship with AAA for years. I would like to shit on Eric Bischoff for that, but that's one where Paul Heyman's being a dick. No, Eric Bischoff didn't steal the idea of the luchadors from him. Also, no one talks about how big of a dick Conan is, because Conan negotiated all their deals, apparently, with, like, Paul, and was, like, always getting money back. That guy's such a fucking skis ball. Yeah, but everyone does that. They always, like, the old, uh, every promoter, like, technically, apparently, before, like, the 90s, every promoter wanted half of your wages if they trained you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no, it's, uh, Vern Gagne, you gave him half for five years. Yeah, and apparently the only person to do that was... Ken Pantera. Oh, Jim Brunzel. Jim Brunzel also did it, yes. No, oh, you... yeah, okay, Vern. Yeah, okay, Vern. Oh, yeah, God, God, I uh, created the earth. 25 years ago, Vern. Vern, hey, how you doing? Jim Brunzel here. I understand that your brain's gone a bit leaky because you were disrespectful to God. Well, I'm <laughs> glad that I paid you so my soul's clean. Lord knows yours isn't because of your son who looks like a homosexual. Now, um, so LaParka goes into WCW, and this is the what I like to call the golden years of LaParka. Basically, he's going back and forth to Mexico. He's selling somas to the outsiders. And he's hitting people with a chair. <laughs> Please tell me that's true. Uh, it's come out. It's come to light that where all the WCW wrestlers were getting all their pills, where the Mexican guys were like, "We'll just bring them up from Mexico. It's fine." Yeah, of course, we got prescriptions, and they're like, "What?" 
And they were just like, yeah, Kevin Nash described like you'd get like a like a jar of sixty, but they were all like knockoff weird like Mexican versions of muscle relaxants. So like one wouldn't do anything, and then you'd have another one, and you'd be like, oh, I can't move for a day. That's pretty sick. Pretty great. Um, I don't really know where the the chairman gimmick actually oddly kind of came a little bit organically, where he would play the guitar on it as he walked to the ring, and it would hit people in the face. That's all you need to know. I like, by the way, they gave the skeleton the gimmick of hitting people in the face with a chair while in WCW. Um, while there, no, it's he... because he was. It's because of the fucking dance, bro. That and he looked a lot different than every other luchador. Like every other luchador was a cruiserweight, uh, probably about four inches smaller, and like towards when Laparca goes to WCW, and they give him that fucking. I imagine he gets that schedule, and he's like, "Wait a minute, I don't have. I'm not paid per appearance anymore, strictly." Hello, Buffet. <laughs> well, it's also um, it's also him and Conan are the two guys that aren't cruiserweight. So they are also in a weird position where the luchadors, no one really talks about it, but one of the reasons why the cruiserweight division was amazing was all these guys that had wrestled each other for years now getting to do it on television. And now Laparca, who I don't know, I assume his English is really good, but you never know, um... Like, apparently the Giant Gonzalez didn't really speak any English whatsoever, which was a big issue in the ring. Um, which is bizarre, because he was on, like, a professional basketball team before that. Ah, uh, was he? I thought he got cut. Like, they brought him over, and then they were like, this guy is... Yeah, pissed. I mean, they, who's not going to draft the 7-7 seven, seven guy? It's like, well, maybe he's just really good. <laughs> like, you're going to waste the pick on the guy who's 7-7. Seven seven. Just to see what happens? Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Um, other yeah, high- but the Sorry. Other highlights of Laparca's WCW run: Goldberg ripped his arm out of his socket. Yeah. Oh. It's that a- Goldberg. I watched. I watched that match. He runs over. He hits him in the head with a chair. Does the great. It, it's great. The Goldberg no sells the chair shot. Whatever. But Laparca actually grabs his leg immediately. Oh Jesus. Yeah, um, which is great because Goldberg just yanks him up and fucking <laughs> puts him with the jackhammer, and it's like I don't. Yeah, I can see why people didn't want to work with Goldberg. He looked like a fucking like monster. Yeah, and it's also like he's two years into wrestling. It's not like you're working with Goldberg now. Man in his fifties is well trained in combat sports, knows how to use his body. It's like, oh yeah, we've uh, given that football player the excuse to beat you up. Okay, bye. Goldberg also now is still shit. Like, he's still shit. Yeah, but he's not hurting people in the same way. Yeah, he's probably... But he, I, I assume that's just because his body isn't as good. You're talking about the champion... The soon-to-be world champion, Dylan. Be a bit more yeah, goddamn fuck, respectful. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna be the world champ. Uh, I, I actually don't think that's... For his gonna... ACL, he grabbed his leg. Uh, and then in 1999... Yeah. 98, he tore Leparka's ACL. 99, he tore uh, his arm out of his socket. God bless him. So Goldberg ripped up Laparca twice in a row. Yeah, basically Goldberg is there is something that scares Goldberg, and it's death, and he thinks that that's personified in Laparca, so he keeps trying to kill Laparca to death. <laughs> but Laparca is like the ultimate version of a guy who's really big in uh, Mexico. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, not and just jobbing his fucking ass off. America, because he's losing pay-per-view matches to, like, Disco Inferno here. I have no evidence of this, but I choose to believe that Laparca was totally fine with all of it. 
Like he I went, mean, he went, does it hurt his drawing? I, I don't think, in a weird way, he's like a cult figure where it's like, did it really hurt his drawing value in the States? Probably not. Or did, I think he just kind of stood out to begin with because it's like... He's dressed like a fucking the, skeleton. Yeah. And he's the biggest Luchador. No, isn't Conan bigger? No, Conan's not taller. Yeah, but Conan wasn't, like, locked... Conan wasn't grouped in with the Luchadors. Like, there were a couple WCW guys who were the standouts. You got Rey Mysterio Jr., uh, Conan, um, Juventud, uh... Silver King, El Dandy. Sort of. Eddie Guerrero, you know? Pardon? Hector Garza. Chavo Guerrero. The Villanos. El Dandy. Oh man, the Volanos confused me as to how anyone would respect them. I was just like, oh, these the Volanos suck, and then they're like, oh, they're actually very respected in Mexico. I'm like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> I choose to believe, by the way, that the Volanos it's just weird for me that it was Volano 4 and 5 and not Volano like, where the fuck are Volano 1, 2, and 3? Those were the grandparents, you stupid fuck. I know that now, you fucking bag of shit. Listen, you big-headed bitch. John's a big-headed bitch. 30 minutes into the show, I need to drive to Dylan's house and put my dick in his mouth. Um, Ooh, John can't drive, though. Well, no drive. While I do that, enjoy this break. You're all sluts. Shut up. You're fat. Ooh, what a break we're having. That was such a good episode of The Wrestler Review again. Ladies and gentlemen, please rate and subscribe to The Wrestler Review. Of course, we also want to review it. Please review our podcast for the love of fucking Christ. And also, guys, give us some money. Not with a Patreon. Nope. Or some sort of naughty Amazon link. We don't want you to give us money for a goddamn nothing, right? Here's what we want you guys to do. We both have comedy albums. Please buy those comedy albums on our website, thejohnhastings.com. That is John's website. And DylanAgot.com. The A is for awesome. I'm an awesome guy. DylanAgot.com, thejohnhastings.com. Please buy our comedy albums. We love you. Please make love to us in our beds while we're naked. The A is for Atherton. Cool. Ooh. Um, I'll let me restate my position. I love Laparka, and it's just you. But you can clearly see when he tries and when he doesn't try. He's clearly a very gifted wrestler because he does try occasionally. And also, he's a great bumper. But it also, and this is a problem with WCW. WCW did not respect anyone that wasn't Hulk Hogan. So, so many guys get fucking shit upon from a high, high height. Laparka definitely being one of them. And just, like, left out and not really acknowledged by the company that they definitely had a hand in building and making successful. Uh, in the break, I was watching an Ultimo Dragon Laparka match. And Ultimo Dragon does, like, 14 insane moves that still look great. And they're talking about Macho Man Randy Savage the entire time. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's kind of... That's kind of what... Um, good, their, good thought, uh, Dylan. Uh, good thought. Their, good thought. Uh, yeah, that was good. That was well thought out. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut your goddamn mouth. That was just their, that was their MO with any luchador. Um, not even past Hulk Hogan, just luchadors. Like... You could totally have a luchador who comes through and is huge and wears a mask and uh, really is like a, a big boost for the Mahican fan, especially being as though you're a fucking southern company, like try and cater sort of to Mexico, but they, 
They send a very clear message like the fucking border's there for a reason. We're going to fucking wait a couple years. We're going to build a big goddamn wall. We're going to build a dome. And you're not going to be able to get in, you stupid fucks. All, All right. right. The only reason you guys are allowed in is to lay down just like your women. All right? Because we're going to fuck you. If WCW was a person, it would have voted for Trump. And if the WWE was a person, it would have been trying to take over the world. <laughs> the WWE was a person, it would have voted, it would have third party voted for the Nazis. Yeah, it would have definitely... That's not true. No, yeah, that is, I would say that's sort of true. It would have been libertarian. Yeah, and they Which would I have been, Trump. And they would have the really way. liked Gary Johnson. Like they wouldn't understand why people were against him. Like, whoa, what are you talking about, Aleppo? I, I couldn't find that on a map. Um, so La Parca. But let's talk about let's talk about the fact that all right. So ninety nine, he, he La Parca goes into the LWO, which is like now he has to wear a t shirt over a giant like onesie. Oh yeah, 99 the Parker by the way gets fat. Is this is also the time when he has different colored um skeleton get-ups, which were great. Also thing to always remember, Laparka, absolutely phenomenal uh, playable character in uh, 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 WCW WCW NWO Revenge. Fantastic. Shockingly amazingly good. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, he's great, but here's the thing. I don't like the fact that he hit a guy with a chair and then the chair disappears in that game. Yeah, that was a pain in the ass. Then you have to keep going to get the chair? Um, it's also very strange that the two best playable characters, as far as I was concerned in that game, were Chris Benoit and LaParka. Like, it was just random ones. Well, Hulk Hogan was such a bag of shit to play. He was so not good at all. <laughs> well, that's because, like, in those games, it really came to light, like, who had the cool moves, because you could, like, any of the luchadors or, like, like, Ultimo Dragon's finishing move was, like, the Razor's Edge Powerbomb, which was super cool, and then, but Hulk Hogan's, like, his special is a back rake, like... So this is, so in 99, like, right. to mid-99, like, LaParque is kind of silly, because they don't really respect the luchadors at all. No. They do, we talked about the Savage DDP thing. Yeah. Yeah. Great angle. Yeah, his, his biggest moment is when another man portrayed him. But that's just the way it's going to be. Like, that's a great angle. Like, the LaParque character is good to have around just because of that. Like, you can have, like, a mid-card fun babyface and he's the kind of guy who like it's super fun to be at an indie show and have a guy like Laparca, like a guy dressed as a skeleton who comes out to thriller oh and but does he oh yeah he must still work indies and my god oh he's been working indies and the other thing is he's a huge draw like obviously in the south like as you get uh texas as you get towards um mexico so like You'll just, like, beat up Petey Williams or something, and you're just like, wow, LaParca. And Petey Williams still give him a goddamn match, I'll tell you that, because because he's a goddamn man. Well, listen, he is the he's king. Got, he's he the, might have, I just want to put this aside, he may have the best collection of theme songs ever. LaParca or Petey Williams? LaParca. All right, because I was going to be like, Petey Williams, that's not true. Uh, LaParca, yeah, I can see that. His WCW theme, like all WCW themes that weren't Voodoo Child... It was awful. Ah, oh, horrendous. Also, it was very bad. But all right, what were the other songs? So, Thriller was one of his songs. What were the other? What were what were two other ones from uh, Mexico? What were his two other Mexican themes? I thought it was all just Michael Jackson stuff. So, all right. So his three theme songs were, of course, Thriller, and then Bad to the Bone, and yeah. of course, Jasalina, 
Daddy Yankee. Have you heard Gasolina? No. Ladies and gentlemen, wait a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, I was typing on my computer. I have a Asus. You know what that is? Because I think they make cars. Uh, they're one of those things where it's like, we can make computers and whatever whatever else you want. Because we're not really a company. Yeah, Gasolina. Daddy Yankee? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Fuck off, Wix.com. Fuck off. 217 million views. I'll tell you what this song needs though is DMX. That song would be much better if DMX was in it. Every song would be better with DMX. Yeah, that is very true. This podcast would be better if the Dark Man was here, just going ho 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 ho. So Laparka, like everyone, WCW comes to an end. When uh, Vince Russo and Ed Ferraro show up. we playing Gasolina softly in the background. you want to put Gasolina back on? No, Gasolina is still on. It's in the background, just softly. How's that? Is that good? <laughs> I can't. I, I'm getting super distracted by this song. Also, the music video is every Limp Bizkit video from the 90s. It's a man in a baseball camp dancing around women who have all this fuck song. Yeah, but the difference is the lyrics to Limp Bizkit songs are like, I'm pretty angry, so like, you won't want to be around me right now because like, I might actually like, break my own CD player and Daddy Yankee's lyrics are like, I'm going to murder you, I deal cocaine, I have no feelings, Uh, everyone you love, I've gotten pregnant. Yeah, well, it's because he's the Daddy Yankee, baby. Yeah, he's not He's not mommy Yankee. He's not anti-Yankee. I got news for you. I do actually think that this song was written about Laparka. Just look at the lyrics. Because <laughs> Laparka's uh, steroids. They have to be prepared because what is coming uh, will be to beat them. By the way, it's this is English translation, and it's not working well. Hard. Mommy, I already know that you wouldn't quit. Hard. Um... What I like is that you allow me to be controlled. Hard. All the weekends she goes out to have fun. Hard. My cat doesn't stop making the grr sound of cats because... Dema gasolina. She likes the gasoline. You know what? I think sometimes you lose something in translation, and I think this is one of those exceptions where everything is the same. Everything is exactly the same. If nothing, if anything, the song is actually enhanced by me reading these... Oh, okay. Here's the best one. Um... Here we are, the best, unable to translate this part, on the dance floor. They call us the killers. Um, you make anyone to fall in love with you when you dance at the drums that beat. It's all about, all about the park event. I think, I think since it's 2017, like, you could have a character, like, you could just sign LaParka, since, like, you don't really expect any athleticism out of the guy, so it doesn't really matter. You could sign LaParka, you could sign Old, uh, old Adelpo. And uh, I really do think that you could give him an NSA storyline with some of the women. Ooh, maybe he could finally be. Laparka, Laparka, and Alexis, uh, Alexis Bliss are uh, hooking up, and like he could be okay with the fact that uh, he's seeing other people, and uh, vice versa. The problem is is that Vince McMahon couldn't resist just saying "bone" a bunch of times. Yeah. Um. So. Um, so <laughs> Ride Laparka's phone. Um, 
Once Russo and Ferrara get to WCW, they do the thing where yeah, they... it was kind of silly, and then Vince Russo and Ed Ferrara saw a man who looked like, uh, yeah, a grown-up trying to play along with his kid on Halloween, and both nutted, and uh, did one of the sillier... Did you like it when you saw this, originally? Because I didn't remember this. I've never seen this. I I had I this had I totally blanked out of my mind. I didn't realize they only did it a few times, and Laparca ended up leaving WCW pretty much straight away. I like, and the speculation is he didn't appreciate being mocked in that way, which I can kind of understand. That he's like, could you yeah. not, please? Can I? Can I? I can lose, but I still need to like. So the Goldberg match, he hits him with a chair. And he dances around and then gets run over. The first Goldberg match where he tears his ACL. So I can see Asla Parker being like, yeah, I lost in eight seconds, but I still wanted to fight. And there could also be like a thing like the way Lesnar lost to Goldberg, where it's like, oh, I didn't take this guy seriously for whatever reason. You know, even though he's just straight up job to him. But in these matches, it's like he's going up against mid-carters. Like he's going up against like Ming. And like the worst one I saw was Buff Bagwell. Like he goes up against Buff Bagwell and is like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Buff Bagwell. I'm so scared of you." Like Jeff Buck Laparka is scared of fucking Buff Bagwell. Like I would be scared of Buff Bagwell. That is a man who fucks for money, so he's got a thick dick and he knows how to use it. And if you yeah, lo- Buff Bagwell has the same self defense tactics as like a like a prostitute from the late 1800s, just with a razor. Yeah, he just he'll just cut your throat mid fuck. Yeah, cut you with a straight razor. Yeah, he'll poison your sarsaparilla, and two days later you'll die of a of a bloody, bloated, abdominal cavity. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they do the voiceover thing. Um, which, by the way, it's really horrible and disrespectful, and also really funny. You, I'm sorry, Funaki. When they did it with Funaki, as we said at the top of the episode, great. When they did it here, I loved it. Here's why I didn't really like it. Because he starts out being like, yeah, this is a super cool thing to do. And then only once he starts, like, insulting the opponent is, uh, is it really like, oh, no, I'm scared. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Yes, and it's also one of those things, the one thing I don't like about it, I don't like when they, like, make wrestlers cowards in that way. There's other ways to do it, but that one where it's like, he's not only, he's not only a pussy, he's also a fucking idiot. Yeah. Speaking of being a um, p- pussy idiot, what happens to Laparca once he leaves WCW? Sucks you off. He sucked me yeah. off. And the reason why he sucked me off is because he was so upset um, at discovering that in AAA, they just made another Laparca. Yeah, they had definitely made another. <laughs> they had Vince McMahon this thing. They had Doink the Clown Laparca. <laughs> yeah, they Brooklyn Brawlered Laparca, and it's, it's pretty crazy. You also notice by... Sort of like mid two thousand when Laparca, it's sort of as, as what turned out to be his last sort of run in WCW. All of his trunks say the original on the back, and yes. he changed his his getup a little bit, and that was significantly to differentiate himself from the other Laparca in AAA. Um, yeah, he eventually went on to go Sue Tapia. What's the guy's name? Something Tapia. Pena. Pena. Antonio Pena. Antonio Pena. Um, and nice. uh, to try and get uh, the Laparca name and stop them from doing that, they did not go for it, and now he <laughs> has to change his name to, to L.A. Park, which is awful. Or La Authentica Park. Fuck. That was really good. No, that was really good. Thank you. I'm because very good at Spanish and at everything. As soon as went to WCW, essentially, they had, yes, they had another Laparca, um, and they had him working as Laparca Jr., and then... 
basically just started having him be La Parca as well. Because this only this only uh, really started when he went to CMLL. Uh, and Daddy Yankee was his theme song. Which, I mean, why not? Well, New I, Tough La Parca? I gotta be Fine. honest. I'm sure I know why he lost this lawsuit, is he didn't have a lawyer. He probably just got Daddy Yankee and that Michael Jackson impersonator to represent him in the court. And oh, that's a really fun stereotype. It is. That's a really fun stereotype, John. I nice. agree. I'm glad I pointed out Ed Ferrara probably was his mouthpiece. Hey, John, good for you. Hey, John. Hey, John. Yes, maybe, Dylan. Maybe yeah, Dylan. He also, uh, maybe he also, shut up. Maybe he also uh, mowed some lawns, didn't he, you small-minded fuck? Uh, he wouldn't do that. How could a skeleton mow lawns? <laughs> Touche my balls, John. So he did. Uh, you fucking did, won that uh, round, my friend. Remodel his uh, his La Parca outfit, and I mean, I think the later La Parca re-adds a bit of red. Uh, people say it's like dark Maul, but like uh, the people, like I think it looks great. Here's the fucking crazy thing about La Parca: this motherfucker has been like wrestling for thirty-five years now. It's insane, and this is by the way, two thousand and three. Laparka is not like Laparka is now twenty one years into his career and he's just getting fucking started. Yeah, like he's fucking st he stopped wrestling in two thousand and fifteen. Is that correct? Yeah, and he's yeah, it's it is yes. He uh, he went back to AAA for fierce, and uh, then he did one last tour in CMLL where he uh, he violated the rules of CL. Uh, CMLL by like yelling at the crowd at Arena Mexico, which apparently is frowned upon. That's so bizarre in a place where it's like you yell at the crowd, yes, but then there's like a, a story in Mick Foley's book where they bring piss and pour it on it. Well, yeah, but it's also it's that weird sort of like if you take wrestling, it's basically what every wrestler talks about is south of America, so like Mexico and below. They take wrestling incredibly seriously. Yes. A lot of them hadn't necessarily been smartened up. That's not true of Mexico, but like Puerto Rico and those places, they thought it was real and acted as such. And like the military was involved, and it was fucking scary. Yeah, man. So there's an old match with uh, Abdullah the Butcher and Carlos Colon. There's a ton of old matches with them, but in this particular match, like the crowd tries to rush the ring, and the military just starts fucking gun butting people. Oh yeah, because. Yeah, because that's how things are. There's the Roddy, um, there's the Roddy Piper match, or Roddy Piper and Ric Flair go over where they did a thing where like they basically remade Rocky in Puerto Rico, and like a local guy was playing Rocky up against being the NWA champion. Yeah. And Flair screwed him the first time, and they went nuts. So the second time, um, Flair went back, and uh, Piper grabbed the guy's leg, and a general pulled a gun on Piper, and Flair literally dropped to the ground and went. Pen me, pen me, and then they pen yeah, me, yeah, yeah. and then a giant riot erupted, and um, Roddy Piper got paid in a spittoon full of cocaine. <laughs> yeah, it's just a not uh, recognized title switch, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think they also gave him the belt. Here's my question: um, Why do you think Laparca has captured everyone's imagination? Because of all of the luchadors in WCW, he would be. I remember him third after Ray and Hoobie. think it's just just because the other guys if you're the best at something then maybe people then people will remember you and if you're third best people probably won't remember you so like a guy like silver king was a very talented wrestler but he was also like kind of in the same size 
range as Eddie Guerrero or those guys who were just better. Yeah. So you don't remember Silver King versus La Parca, who was with the Luchadors and wrestled that style, but he was just bigger than all of them. And he was the guy who wore, like, he wore shit everywhere. The same reason everyone remembers Psychosis, because he was the dude with the fucking horns. See, I always forget about Psychosis. Psychosis also had a sick finishing move, where, like, trap the guy into the ropes and then do the leg drop. That was great. Oh, yeah, that was... But, like, Psychosis is also, at the end of the day, the dude with the fucking horns to me when I was a kid. See, I never really... The the horns thing never really fucking uh, did anything for me. It did a lot for me, buddy. That's not like... Um, he had fucking horns! What was that? Fuck you. He made it work. It was like Mantar, but he made it work. Oh, no. How dare you? M- Mantar is much better than Laparka. <laughs> no, I was saying... Much uh, better psychos- than Super Taparka. Much better than uh, uh, El Helio de L.A. Park, which is the yes. son of L.A. Park. Or... Uh, what the, I can't figure out how to say this one. El Helio... Super Parka. El Helio del Cien Carcas. The son of Cien Carcas. Um, nice. Yeah, he had an amazing career. What's your favorite thing about um, La Parca, Dylan? The dance. Fuck. All right, I'll say the chair. <laughs> I want to drop a load and then do that dance. I do. That's what I do. Only I also hit a woman with a chair. I don't do that anymore. Also, another another thing uh, he had a I, that I neglected to mention um, during his thirteen years that we essentially just glossed over. He had feuds with Rey Mysterio and Jeff Jarrett. Oh. LaParca went hit for tat with Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> oh, my God. Chair versus guitar? Oh, buddy. You know it. Why wouldn't that be great? Oh, my God. They both had struts, too? They both had struts. That's a great feud. I, you see, that's a, that's a feud that could really use a, a Vince Russo gimmick match. It's a strut off, followed by they hit each other with their weapons for a bit, followed by a wrestling match. <laughs> Followed by Whichever strut the audience likes more gets to hit the person with the thing they like, and <laughs> only they're both taped together and they're imaginary. Enjoy. And it's also being conducted with Judy Bagwell on a pole for no explicable reason. <laughs> I want to say this though. Another thing I really like about uh, La Parca, um, I'll say this. Uh, maybe aside from the dance, so you can take the dance. Uh, is that? As Laparca, he never lost a mask match, and I do think it's good that, like, because in American wrestling, once again, we're kind of, like, set that, like, the only reason you would make a stipulation is because you're going to lose that match, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, eventually, he would lose the mask, but he never did. Like, he never loses the mask. He's just, like, he's Laparca till he goddamn dies, baby. It's one of the most beautiful things you've ever said. Uh, what's your, what do you hate the most about Laparca, or what do you not like about Laparca? His lethargical ring style in WCW, I think he could have done more and made more of an impact. I think he could have been, if you look and see when he actually tries, he's a phenomenal wrestler and, and deserves a lot more. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't agree at all that he could have done more just because of, like, the... Oh, well, then good for the, you. Well, then good for fucking you. I don't think he could have done more in the States because I think that he would have... He just kind of capped out at, like... They didn't, and this is another thing that people don't really like um, about luchadors, I guess, is uh, north of the border, is they say, A, they don't sell as much, and B, you can't get as much across with your uh, facials. Um, and I disagree with that completely. I think Laparca kind of proves that wrong. Oh, well, that's good to hear that you're an idiot. Uh, I'm not an idiot. I'm very smart. Also, very potent. 
I leave it in, a woman gets pregnant with at least four Laparkas. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to argue there. We all know that all of your kids are named Laparka. La- <laughs> I have Laparka, Super La- Super Parka, uh, L.A. Park. And Laparka. L.A. Park Jr., Laparka Jr., The Violator. <laughs> and that The Violator's the girl, right? Yes. Well, I'll be. Gross. What's your worst thing She's about 40, Laparka? She's 42. What's the worst thing about Laparka? That I'm not hanging out with him right now, baby. <laughs> I don't think you can... Of the stuff I've seen, the worst thing is he doesn't speak English, so I can't... I don't speak uh, Spanish, so I can't uh, hear any of his promos. That's the worst thing. Because you, like, legitimately with all these guys, with, like, uh, when we review Tenru, when we review Kobashi, like, people like this, there's an entirely different uh, language that we can, we just can't... We review their promos because we don't speak that language. Yeah, we're just not going to learn Spanish. Thing. So, what are you? What promo are you going to play at the end? I'm going to play one of the Skull Gang ones. Good. I like I'm going to play a bunch of the Skull Gang ones because there's nothing else I can do. I'm going to tweet a video uh, of Laparka on a talk show where a bunch of small people run into him and he uh, knocks them over too. It, so that'll be. Fun. I think the best thing I've ever seen on television, and I have had sex on television. <laughs> Mexican uh, TV shows are great because just like, here's a bunch of babes. Also, we're going to kick these people that are smaller than us. It's exactly what TV is going to become in the States over the next three years. Three years? I give it f- six months. Until <laughs> till it's Donald Trump whomping nerds on TV? I, will, I would pay, I would give all my money to charity for the rest of my earning life if I could, if they could do a, a WWE Hall of Famers match. Donald Trump v. LaParca, winner builds the wall. I think LaParco would win that. Oh, in seconds. I will say this, too. Underrated, he's really good at chair shots because it seemed like he would make it look. And he used chairs chair as a prop really well. Absolutely. Like and also the way like, he would come out with the chair, play it as a guitar, and then the other thing, set it up in the ring and stand up a little bit and just kind of make everyone cheer him. Like, most luchador, I think that's why we remember him because LaParca, like, most luchadors just kind of went in and did their moves. And uh, LaParca was the only one he had a... Uh, he had two different types of the dance, too. Sometimes he would just knock his knees together. Sometimes he would spin around in a circle, then knock his knees together. That's how I know he was really pumped up. And he was silly and fun. Like you, Dylan. You're the Laparka of my life. <laughs> but he's the type of dude... He's a lot, You know what he is a lot like? He's a lot like Cold Cabana. He's the type of dude you need on a wrestling show because he's just going to make the crowd uh, have a ton of fun. Like an opener after the break type of guy, because mm. uh, like if you ever been to like I mean a Ring of Honor, I've been to a couple shows like that. I don't know if they're still like this. This was a couple of years ago, but they'll just be like, "Oh, it's seven hours of wrestling," which looks great when you get a ticket. Like I'm getting seven hours of entertainment for thirty dollars, and then you get hour three, and you're like, "Let's wrap up." I don't want to see a fucking wrist lock. Served. Johnny's still there. Pranked, bitch. Ha ha ha. No prank. <laughs> no. <laughs> Verbally cuckolded. I... All right. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Give yourselves a big round of applause for coming out. Guys, we did this episode over Skype. Hopefully the audio was really good. And if it isn't, well, go listen to Gasolina. Also, Dylan, can you please put on Gasolina after? Uh, um... Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll put on Gasolina in lieu of like a promo we can understand. And the other thing is, uh, if you don't like the audio, uh, tweet at us and uh, we'll try and fix that. Uh, please, we need you to listen so much. Yeah, if you don't listen, I die. <laughs> if you don't listen, yeah. I got a weird we type of cancer. Buy our albums, please. We have no money. Yeah, buy our albums. I, I have a type of cancer that can only be cured with money. It's called poverty. <laughs>
John Hastings, everybody! I've got tumors on my wallet! Also, March 4th at Angel Comedy Club at 4pm, I'll be doing a preview. Please come by, it's free. Angel Comedy Club at the Bill Murray in London, England, the world. London, England, the world. Bill Murray, March 4th, Angel Comedy Club, free, me bombing! I'm gonna bomb! Guys, go to Dylan's show, hit him in the chair, hit him in the chair. Fuck! Hit him in the chair with... You're dead. Your um, bye bye. Bye bye. Tonight, Hulk Hogan and Sid Vicious together against the return in the ring of Big Papa Pump and Jeff Jarrett and Tanky Maxson. And LaPark has got the stick. Skull, skull, captain's in his house. When you scope the chair, you don't need the 411. It's the 1414. One for me, and one for my homies. Hey, Buzzcut, I'm gonna give you one chance to step off before I take this chair and bust your lucky charm's ass. Is he really saying that? It appears if he does, he's saying it with some regret. He appears to be saying somebody else is voicing him over, and if they did, they use poor judgment. Oh!